Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Hidden Gems, a special series for the 3 and 30 podcast. I'm Rachel, and I often talk about uncovering the magic and finding the flecks of gold in our motherhood. Well, our library of almost 300 podcast episodes is a treasure trove of information and inspiration, but it might feel intimidating to sort through it all and find the hidden gem that you need right now within your mothering journey. So as part of this new series, each Thursday in April and May, I'm going to uncover a hidden gem from our podcast archives. These episodes will consist of one takeaway from one of my favorite previous episodes of 3 and 30. I hope this will be a quick midweek nugget of wisdom for you. And if you want to hear the full episode, we will, of course, link that in the show notes. For today's Hidden Gem, I'm sharing a takeaway from episode 225 with Candy Kidd, where she shares tangible ways to create more time. Candy was the guest in our full episode on Monday, and she talked about the SPACE acronym for organizing physical spaces in our homes. And I knew I wanted to share even more of Candy's brilliance, but this time about creating more space in our schedules. Because who doesn't need help managing time? And in my biased opinion, who better to teach us than my dear friend Candy? You'll hear in this clip how she aspires to have a full life rather than a busy life. And she definitely has a full and beautiful life. Since the time of this recording, Candy actually adopted a fourth child, a 10 year old girl who has special needs. So she has needed to use her time better than ever to manage her many responsibilities and passions. I love her and I admire her and I can't wait for you to hear from her again. Before we hear some of her wisdom, I want to play a brief audio clip that I received from one of the women who attended my Declutter Your Motherhood workshop a few years ago, telling me about the impact that the workshop had had on her life. I'm currently turning this workshop into an audio course that will release on May 8th, just in time for Mother's Day. And I hope that you'll ask for this course as a gift for Mother's Day or give it to yourself as a gift. Here's what Whitney, a mother of four in Utah, said about the course. Your workshop literally was a pivotal point in my life, like literally pivotal, life-changing for me. It has changed so many things for me, relationship-wise, how I feel about myself, how I see what I do every day, my perspective, and just like empowering myself to just make stuff happen and to stop letting excuses get in the way. So I just wanted to tell you that and thank you for doing what you do and for providing such a safe space for us moms to explore some different parts of our lives that have been a little bit murky (laughs) and kind of get out of the weeds a little bit and find some light. I'm just finding so much light. My friends, feedback like this means so much to me, and this is why I decided to turn my in-person workshop into an audio course, so more busy moms all over the country and the world can access this life-changing content and listen to it on their own time via a private podcast feed. If you want to be the first to know when the course goes live and receive an exclusive discount code that won't be announced anywhere else, get on the email waitlist by texting the word WAITLIST to 33777. That's waitlist, W-A-I-T-L-I-S-T, 
to 33777. I know this course will help you to find some light. Okay, without further ado, here's this week's hidden gem from Candy Kid. Thank you for being here. And before we get going, can you tell us a little bit about your current life and why you need to have some productivity tactics going on to manage it? Yes. So I have three kids and a husband, and we recently moved from Oregon to be closer to Boston Children's for my five-year-old daughter. And we are starting a little hands-on learning farm. So it's called the Kind Farm. It stands for Kids in Need of Dirt. And so we have miniature donkeys, a miniature Jersey cow that we get to milk every morning, and we're making learning gardens. And just, I wouldn't say I want a busy life, but I want a full life. Like I want it to be bursting with animals and kids and stuff. And Mm -hmm. so that's what we're doing right now. Before we started the interview, Candy told me she is surrounded by so much cuteness right now that she almost started crying the other day. <laughs> it's, it's crazy between the cute kids and the little donkeys and little cow and the bunnies. I'm just like, I can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. And I love the the shift that you made there between busy life versus full life. And we all want to have full lives, full of the things that we love to do that really mean the most to us. Yeah. But how do we manage it all? How do we fit it all in? You know, and that's what we're going to be discussing a little bit of today. Yeah. So a while back, I saw a commercial that really caught my attention and it's random, but it was a home improvement store commercial. And it said something on the lines of like, Someday you'll paint that bathroom. Someday you'll take care of your overgrown yard. Someday you'll clean out the garage. And then the commenter piped in, someday sounds busy. Mm. And I laughed, but I also kind of stood there in a panic because I'm like a someday kind of gal. Like someday when I have lots of energy and time and money and on and on, then I'll do X, Y, and Z. And I think like the bathroom can wait. But what can't wait is that like someday I will notice my little boy light up when he talks about his Legos or someday I will savor my food and my environment around me. Or someday I will look into my husband's eyes when he's talking to me instead of my phone. Mm -hmm. And I started to really worry that when I looked back at my life, it was going to be me looking for my car keys and Mm -hmm. that my most sincere prayers would be that I make it to the gas station in time. Before I run out of gas. <laughs> that sounds so familiar. <laughs> it's like we're the same person. <laughs> yes, we are personally. And I didn't want my life to look like a game of whack-a-mole where I was ping-ponging from one emergency to another, constantly putting out one fire in anticipation of another one popping up. Mm. And so what I want for my life is I want it to be filled with belly laughs until I'm crying. And I want to read picture books with a gaggle of kids around me and animals and I want to have like life-giving conversations with people like you that I love and I want to experience life and I want others to as well, but it gets Mm. a little bit tricky when we have a lot coming at us. And so that's why I want to share three strategies that I've used that has given me more time to live a fulfilling life. Mm, That's so beautiful that it's not just about getting more done. It's about living a fulfilling life. Thank you for making that point. And I'm excited to jump in. So what's your first takeaway? The first one is to practice life stacking. So life stacking is one activity that covers many areas in your life. So it's different than multitasking, which is trying to do two similar tasks at once, like pay your bills and talk on the phone. 
it's different than tandem tasking, which I'm a fan of, which would be like listening to this podcast while you're folding your laundry. Mm-hmm. Live stacking is one activity that covers many areas. So this idea comes from Katie Bowman from Nutritious Movement Podcast. And she said that she's often asked like how she's able to do it all. And Rachel can see my air quotations, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but she intentionally does activities that serve many purposes. So for instance, Katie took her family to meet another family in the community to pick at a community garden. And she quotes, so an hour, she did an hour of movement. I did an hour of family time. I did an hour of educating my children about where food comes from. I did an hour for my community. I did an hour with my spouse. I did an hour with my friends and an hour of picking food that they actually needed to eat. So she got seven hours worth of stuff in one hour. She then went on to share that she no longer compartmentalizes things, but has shifted to stacking multiple areas in her life into one activity. And so she shared another example about how they had to cut firewood together as a family. And so in one hour, she spent time outside. She was teaching her children how to work hard. They were moving their body. And so it was one activity, but it served multiple purposes. Mm, That is brilliant. You taught me this a while ago, and I started thinking about where could I stack in my life? And one area that we've done it is the drive to and from school. It has to happen anyway. But generally, it used to be that Ryan or I would take the kids, but now we all go together. And on that drive to school, we usually do family scriptures and prayer, and then we drop them off. And then on the drive home, I can chat with Ryan about my day and have a little connection time with him. And so that one, you know, 15, 20 minute drive has covered so many different aspects of what I want to accomplish in a day that I now don't have to figure out when are we going to do family scriptures? When am I going to connect with Ryan? When am I, you know, it's all happening in that same activity in that span of time. So that's an example from my life. What have you done in yours? So I have a couple examples because I remember just feeling so stressed out. I would try to like block time to like meet, you know, a friend for something. And I would try to block time to exercise and spend time outside and train my dog. And it was like, how am I going to fit all these blocks in a day? And once I kind of adjusted, had like a paradigm shift. Now I simply meet my friend every Monday and we walk around a pond nearby And that one activity, I'm developing my friendship, I'm training my dog, I'm spending time outside, and I'm exercising. Mm. And it's interesting because you don't want to expect too much out of an activity. But when you're a little bit more intentional, you find that you can stack your life. You don't have to compartmentalize it. Another Mm. example I just thought of is right now my fourth grader is trying to learn the United States. And so I bought a board game. And my husband's been playing with him and my other son. And my husband loves board games. So within that board game, he's being fulfilled. My son's learning the United States because it's a United States board game. My other son's learning social skills because he's learning how to lose, which was Mm -hmm. really hard for him. And they're spending time together. And so it's like one board game, but it's covering four areas of our life. Yeah, that's beautiful. And you know, I just talked to my aunt who's an occupational therapist who specializes in executive function disorders and ADHD. And I should definitely have her on the podcast at some point here. But she mentioned to me that board games are one of the very best ways to build executive functioning skills in kids. 
and I hate board games, as you may know. Yes, me too. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, that means I need to start playing board games with my kids. I love you just delegated that to Mike, but also I can handle sitting down and playing a board game with my kids once in a while. But it just made me realize I've been worrying about some executive functioning deficits with one of my kids. And I've thought like, okay, I need to start sitting down with them and doing like lessons on these different areas and teaching them. And I'm thinking they're not going to go for that. And then when she gave that idea to me, I was like, oh, well, they would totally go for that. Like a family game where we're learning and we're developing these skills, like the ability to lose and different things. And so it doesn't always have to look like I'm compartmentalizing this one area and sitting down to do this work. You can sort of build it more into family life. It's true. And I think that the people that feel satisfied and fulfilled in their life, do this either intentionally or intuitively. Oh, I just loved that conversation with my friend. And I'm curious, have you heard the term life stacking before? Was it an aha moment or something that you have subconsciously considered or already been practicing? I'm learning more and more that the only way I'm going to get through this very full life of mine is through life stacking. And I'm especially grateful for Candy's reminder this week. It was just the encouragement I needed to reevaluate my commitments and how I can spend my time a little bit more intentionally. Make sure to tune in to episode 225, which is linked in the show notes, for the rest of Candy's takeaways. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast by hitting the little plus button in the top right corner of your podcast listening app, so you'll be notified of new episodes every time they drop. I'll see you back here Monday for our full 3 and 30 episode, and next Thursday for another hidden gem. Until then, be well, my friend, and remember that I'm rooting for you. Hey, I'm Lizzie Mathis, the host of the Cool Mom Code podcast, where motherhood is your key card to the coolest spot in town. I'm excited to give you a behind the scenes, real talk combo between some of the most influential and tastemaker mamas I know. Subscribe and stay tuned for new episodes weekly on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you don't ever miss a beat. See you there.